Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to the latest episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. Yes, my name is Pix Jonathan and today I have the absolute honour and privilege of interviewing the amazingly inspirational Amanda Heal, tuning in from Canberra. So thank you and hello, Amanda. Hello and thank you for having me. Oh, my, my pleasure. And we connected through the awesome Anne-Marie Cross. I know we were doing some courses together and uh, she'd actually interviewed you and we connected through that, didn't we? I remember that was, that was a good day and it was, it was lovely to meet you and connect with you. And I remember you said back then that you would interview me on your podcast. So it's lovely to be here at last. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah, you truly are one inspirational lady so yeah we will go into our questions so Amanda as I said you're tuning in from Canberra I'm all about courage and you are extremely courageous and we actually spoke just off mic before that you're a tiny little bubber as well but what does courage mean to you Amanda? Well I think I I love Mark Twain's quote on courage where he says Courage is not the absence of fear, it's the mastery of fear. Mm. So that's that's what courage means to me, you know, going, yep, I'm scared out of my wits, but I'm going to do it anyway. Absolutely. And I love that because I often use that quote as well. As you said, it's not the absence of fear, it's kind of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And, you know, mm-hmm. fear is so subjective, it's you know, people might fear going out in public these days. Others, if they're really struggling, might fear making their bed, you know. So it's just yes. having that courage and developing their courage muscles. So, yeah, love, love, mm. love that quote. Mm. What was one time that you were feeling less than courageous then, Amanda, if you can share? Well, my biggest, biggest fear in the world was getting lost. And I had really suffered from this for a long time. And it was starting to make me a bit housebound because I, um, being totally blind, I obviously can't drive. And so the only way I can get around is by bus or by taxi or by someone giving me a lift. And I was absolutely, I hadn't caught a bus for like 20 years. Mm. And because I've been lucky enough to get people to give me lifts to work. And then I started working from home after a redundancy, so I didn't need to catch buses. And then when it came time, I was offered a, a job to be a PR speaker for guide dogs, and they said, "Oh, what would what would you say if if we walk? How are you how are you going to get to?" Sorry, I'll start that sentence again. I was offered a PR job for guide dogs New South Wales ACT, and they asked me how I was going to get to events and I said well by taxi like any other self-respecting speaker who can't drive Mm. and apparently all the and they said well what would we say if you if you had to get to as many of those events as possible by public transport 
apparently all the colour drained from my face and I felt sick and Mm -hmm. it was just awful because I knew that if I was going to catch a bus, then I would get lost. Mm. So, but they said, oh, it's okay. We'll give you some training. So I had two weeks intensive training on how to catch buses. And now I travel all over Canberra to speak. Yeah. And that's, but there are times when I haven't caught a bus for a couple of months and I still have to go, "Mm, okay, not, I'm feeling a little bit anxious about this, but it's all right. I'll just take a deep breath and do it. My heart goes out to you. And it's fine. Sighted people have absolutely no idea what it would be like to live in a blind world, you know, without that sight. And we, we really love all of our senses, but to lose our sight, I think, is the greatest of, of senses and the greatest of losses. And just for the benefit of our audience, Amanda, how did you lose your sight? I know your story briefly, but if you could just share with our audience um, explain. I know you were sure. a tiny little bubba as well, less than me. I was. Yeah. Yes, I was. I was a little bit weighed a little bit less than you. I was born at 26 weeks in 1970, uh, one of twins, and I was given too much oxygen at birth, which because um, I only weighed one pound nine ounces or 750 grams, mm-hmm. and I was 10 inches or. 28 or 25 centimetres long and uh, they didn't measure oxygen very well back then so I got too much which caused my retinas to bleed scar and detach causing total blindness Mm. so by the time I left hospital at three months old I was totally blind. It's really interesting because my last podcast guest um, was actually a gorgeous Nat and she was facing blindness and she went on a Buddhist retreat and yeah her cornea I think it was if I'm right it Mm. regrew enough that she could have a (gasps) transplant or something so I've probably mucked that up but you know it just shows you can't go outside you go inside and as an adult Mm. facing blindness wow so it's as I said just interesting how um, I've got two amazing ladies when I guess when you have no sight but you still have vision, I I really admire and respect Mm. you. So now we'll go into our courage acronym, Amanda. So how do you best connect and communicate with others, especially given no sight? I think being blind from birth and having to ask people for help and also um, I've become very good at putting people at ease. Mm -hmm. So... I try very hard to, I mean, I use the same language as everyone else. Oh, you know, I saw I saw Anne-Marie the other day and we had a great chat and people go, what, you saw? Mm. And, um, uh, and I, I'm very clear in my communication about what I need and how other people can help me. Um, I'm very hard to offend really so people do and say all sorts of stupid things and I just laugh it off and go oh no 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 that's that's fine um they get all stumble over their words and it's like look I'm just blind you don't have to call me visually <laughs> so challenged or any stupid yeah, you don't correct say, thing yeah yeah and I guess that's probably quite a personal choice as well but that's like mm. I had some friends and they were mute and then when they're like signing mm. And they're both signing, like, or you're in a class, do you say, be quiet? Like, what do you say, the verbiage? So <laughs> great that you see the funny side of things. And that's something I had thought, like, yeah. when you said about seeing Anne-Marie, it was great to see her. Mm. You obviously couldn't really yeah. see her, but um, I, I understand that the other senses really pick up, that's for sure. So, yeah, that's mm. 
Wonderful. Our next letter in our courage acronym is the letter O, Amanda. So what does having an open heart mean to you? I think it means being honest Mm -hmm. with others and also honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it means being willing to accept things um yeah willing to accept willing to do your best with what you have um yeah just being honest and yeah kind to yourself and kind to others honest with others and honest with yourself because Mm. so often Mm. you know we live with ourselves 24 7 365 days a year and we can mm. put on that facade and be who we think we should be for others and not with ourselves. So mm. having that open heart, it's a bit of vulnerability and, you know, that transparency. So thanks so much. Now you have your own amazing story and each person, 7.5 billion people on the planet is unique, but what makes Amanda Heal uniquely Amanda Heal? I think what makes me unique is my life story. Mm-hmm. Um, how that I am blind. I mean, yes, there are lots of other blind people out there, but no one has actually lived my life. No one has mm-hmm. gone through the experiences I've gone through. Mm-hmm. I've struggled with that for a while, thinking as a coach and as a, as now a speaker, I've pivoted into speaking. And interestingly, my speaking lane is courage. Um, mm-hmm. So I was very interested that you called yourself a couragepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I sort of struggle with that every now and then and think, oh, but, you know, there are lots of blind speakers out there and there are lots of, blind, you know, blind coaches out there. What makes me different? Well, it's my life story that makes me different mm-hmm. and the way I've responded to things and how I can pass the knowledge on from the experiences I've gone through to share that to help other people build their courage. Yeah, and... And that's exactly right. Each person has their own unique story. And sometimes we suffer from the comparison syndrome, like, you know, their story is better or Mm. more dramatic than mine. No, everybody has their own Mm. story. And I know that when I listen to other people, I think, holy moly, you can have your story. I'll just keep my little pick story. Mm. But then when I share mine, they go, oh, holy moly. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just we should never play that comparison Mm. game. So, yeah, certainly being unique Mm. to you and, as you said, you're one of a twin who sadly passed away at birth. So, yeah, you certainly are a unique, amazing lady. Our next letter in our courage acronym, Amanda, is the letter R. So what's one relationship tip to develop real relationships? Listen, really listen. I I did a a course once or a a personal growth thing once Mm -hmm. and they said, listen to the other person, give them space to say what they have to say and listen and just be fully present with them and don't think about what your response is going to be because so often we talk to someone and they're they're saying something and you're going oh yes tick 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 tick. oh mm, they're telling a story I'm going to tell that one because it's even better I can trump their story with mine and you're not really 100% being present with them because you're thinking about what you're going to say absolutely and I heard something only fairly recently listen to understand not to respond absolutely 
and yes oh, i love it yep that's yeah. that's absolutely and, listen, and if, if i may add a second yeah oh, sorry no go on you go listen is also uh, i was going to add a, as the word silent just in a different order oh i love it I love it. I love it. Mm. I love it. The I think the other the other tip would be to make it about them. Mm-hmm. Ask them questions. People love talking about themselves, and so if you want to sort of really get to get to know someone, ask them more questions than you're mm. answering. And this is why I love my podcast because it's not about me. It's about sharing absolutely courageous stories about others. And it's a tribute to my late dad and also my nephew. But asking questions, I get to find out about other inspirational people. So I absolutely love that. And I feel very privileged when a lot of them, well, each of my guests share their own awesome story. So, Amanda, you've obviously been extremely challenged having no sight throughout life. And I know you didn't know any different, but you still have got an amazing attitude. How do you maintain your amazing attitude? Two things. One, I'm stubborn. So if you tell me I can't do something, I'll find a way. Yeah. Or I'll give it my absolutely best shot until I and and then myself convinced that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But usually I'll I'll find a way and go, well, you know, ha, I did it. Uh, and the other thing is my faith. My mm-hmm. faith is what keeps my faith in God is what keeps me stable. It's what I turn to when times are tough and when times are good. It's mm-hmm. that's kind of what drives me and also knowing that I'm living out my life's purpose which is to inspire and encourage others yeah and I love that because we do have that courage synergy that's for sure aside from being you know tiny Mm. lovers as well so um our next Mm. courage acronym is the letter g amanda so what is one thing you're grateful for either today or this week this month whatever Oh, my gosh, there's so much to be grateful for. Mm, What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for God and his goodness. Mm -hmm. That's probably not what you were looking for, but I was only thinking yesterday how looking back over the last year and looking at things that I had spent money on and invested time in and I could see all the puzzle there's my using that language again. I could see all the puzzle yeah, pieces yeah. falling into place. And I thought, God is so good because he said to me, nothing is wasted. Mm, mm. Nothing of the past year has been wasted, even though it's going. felt like <laughs> we've been marking time. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's so another God's goodness, G acronym. Really. So G for God and grateful and goodness. So there mm-hmm. you go. just wonderful. Mm. Our last letter in our courage acronym, Amanda, is the letter E. So how do you enjoy life when you're not speaking, when you're not coaching? Um, yeah, what do you do in your everyday life to enjoy it? I love knitting. I'm a passionate knitter. So I am currently knitting scarves and beanies <laughs> to sell for to and with all proceeds going to view. Uh, and which is um, yeah. a view. I can't remember what the acronym stands for. I know it's voice something in education of women. I can never understand. Okay. I never remember what the I is. Um, and what they do is they raise money 
to give to the Smith family to support Learning for Life students. And so our View Club, we support three Learning for Life students yeah. and we do the, the money goes towards paying for their books and their um, school excursions and their uniforms and stuff like that. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, that's my downtime. I sit in front of the, the TV and I knit and I drink a nice glass of wine and that's kind of my relaxing downtime. Well, I also what, love you're better than me because I can't eating out with friends. And I, I have sights so, <laughs> except my mum is a beautiful knitter. She never crocheted. Her mum yeah. did, my gran, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. could knit kind of plain. That was about it. But I guess it was more of a patience thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's too boring. It's like swimming mm-hmm. laps for me. No, it's too boring. I need more action. But, yeah, congratulations. Well, knitting plain is boring. If you're knitting <laughs> and curling and slip one, knit one, pass yeah. the stitch over, knit two yeah. together, you know, I like knitting complicated lacy patterns. So there's definitely a lot of action going on there. Well, there's certainly no stopping you, that's for sure, Amanda. Uh, (laughs) Now, knowledge is powerful and you, as I said, are an inspiration to both sighted and non-sighted people, ladies and men. Um, But knowledge is powerful, action is more powerful, applied knowledge is even more powerful. So what is one thing about courage, and I know you'll have this down pat, that you'd like our listeners to take action on? I think if you if you want if you ha- need to be brave for something, I I think the strongest thing you need is conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've actually got a, a, a keynote talk which I give, which is five things that you need to build your courage. But I think the most important thing is conviction. So when I was told I had to catch buses, I knew that the thing that made me do it was I thought. I just finished reading John Maxwell's book, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. And he said in his book that to communicate well, you need to be authentic. And I thought, I can't stand up in front of an audience and say, oh, yes, I'm an independent blind person and blah, 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 and aren't we wonderful and I've got my guide dog and I catch, get to catch taxis and get driven everywhere. Um, so I thought, well, if I want to do this and I want to do this well because I thought, well, gosh, this is a way that I can give back to guide dogs who have given me four $50,000 guide dogs for free. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they do pay me a little bit, but, um, you know, it's it's a way that I can use my skills to promote the organisation and get donations and such. I need to be authentic. Yeah. And if I'm going to talk about independence, I have to be independent. Yeah, so it was yeah. that conviction mm-hmm. that drove me on when all I wanted to do was curl up under the bus seat and cry and go home, um, that sort of got me through that training. So find your conviction and hang on to that and that will get you through whatever it is that you're facing. And that is such a great story because it was through Anne-Marie Cross, as I mentioned, uh, the amazing podcast queen. And, yes, I do use a lot of superlatives Mm. because that is my life. And Mm. it was my conviction, my belief in my commitment to communication that this podcast was born and then I thought Mm. I don't know enough I how do I do this and then I got the scholarship through Anne-Marie and it was like yes all my ducks weren't in alignment but by gosh I learned on the way and so I had that conviction Mm. and commitment to myself and not only myself my children my family and to dad especially and my late nephew Toby who died by suicide and also other people around the globe Mm. Because I was thinking I'd 
again, I just wasn't enough. But when you have that commitment to yourself and that conviction to yourself, that's when things start to change. So, yeah, I, kudos to Anne-Marie uh, for bringing us together, certainly. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's just been a wonderful interview. My heart goes out to you. You are truly a, an incredible, amazing lady, Amanda. So thank you so much. Is there oh, any closing you. comments or remarks you'd like to share? Well, uh, if if I may, I I am an inspirational speaker and I help leaders increase their success by focusing on their courage. Mm. And I have a five-point keynote using the letters focus to talk about focusing on courage and building courage. Uh, I've also written a book called Seeing by Vision, Not by Sight, which you can get at seeingbyvisionnotbysight.com. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, if you, if you need a, an inspirational speaker to inspire you or your team or anything to do with courage, reach out to me. Fantastic. So what's the best way for people to reach out to you, Amanda? Amanda at amandaheal.com.au. And that's And heal is H-E-A-L. going to say that, H-E-A-L. So No, yeah. Thank you, Amanda. It's been a pleasure and an honour to interview you. Um, Really do appreciate that. And especially at such short notice, it's like I think this is the quickest podcast ever. Like seriously, it was like two days ago I reached out and you duly agreed and then here we are. So thank you so much, Amanda. And you are one courageous lady. And I just, although we haven't met, I feel I know you and thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Cheers. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.